another mini episode of Upon Further Review. Ow, 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 ow. What is up, Gary? What it up, dude? What oh, it up, right. dude? What it up, dude? Yeah, how to boo. <laughs> uh, we're being extra goofy because this is going to get super uncomfortable here in a second. Yeah, we got to give all the loves right yeah, now. Yeah, so we um, to each other. Before we get into talking about Batman versus Superman, Gary. Yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you. And so whatever much. happens stays here because I feel like this. I love you and I appreciate you. Yes, just know that by the time <laughs> we come out of this, okay? I respect you. We are so when I hate fuck you today <laughs> through this, yes, <laughs> you'll know why you're walking funny. No, I, I think you uh, misinterpret who's going to be the bottom of this situation. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, those um, scrawny legs can't hold this up. <laughs> He's missing leg days right now, ladies and gentlemen, to do this podcast. So I got the upper hand right now. Uh, that's, that's what you think. I'm scrappy, <laughs> goddammit. Uh, oh, shit, that's funny. So we are going to be talking about... Zack Snyder's Batman versus Superman. Uh, what's that say? Oh my goodness! Never assume someone up here. We have this going on Periscope too, and we what's have up, someone guys on Periscope. Said, Thank you going? for being here. Just said never assume, yeah. which is fair. Exactly. That's very fair. Exactly. That's a very I'm a nimble son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm scrappy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. and I'm quick. I'm so you just got to evade enough. I, I have to have the motivation because I'm usually very lazy, but um. Yeah, but if I need to be, I'm fast. I got you, but my I'm I, a sprinter, yeah, I'm not a marathon you. runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is going to get super uncomfortable, um, because we left the Batman versus Superman viewing with very different opinions about this movie. Um, personally, I'll go first. No, can we just tell them how this how this argument is going to started? Because we both saw Batman versus Superman, then. He kept text. You kept texting me saying, "Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it?" Yet? I'm like, "No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet." And I then, told you not to see it. No, 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 no. You asked me because you really wanted to talk to me about it, mm. and I said I saw it, and I said I liked it, and you're like, <gasps> "Oh, that's when like I sent you like 20 text messages exactly because I wanted <laughs> to prove to you that you were wrong and you're liking it because <laughs> this is one of the most miserable experiences of my life." So and I already got my trump cards for you, man. Like I can, oh. I'm coming at it from a lot of different angles today, guys. I'm coming at, I'm coming at this Batman versus Superman scenario oh. from a lot of different angles. Okay, from okay. a lot of different angles. Yeah, I, I have a feeling both of us are going to have very valid arguments on our side uh-huh. because uh, we're that type. We're not the type to come in with misinformation because a lot right. of people do that. Right. Why the fuck are you going to do that about everything? And about I can't even. I'm not even going to argue issue. the shit that I don't know about. I'm just going to argue from what I sure. protect. Particularly, no. Sure. And I'm going to be, you know, I grew up, what's this say? Oh, man. It's a lot of writing. Yeah, okay. We can talk about that. So someone put saying this is a lot of pressure on DC to kind of hit it out of the gate really fast. Uh-huh. And that's for totally. sure something that... See, it yeah, pops up that, here. That's for sure something that we can discuss. And that's what I don't understand about them spending $250 million on the first of a 10-movie slate. Sure. And then $150 million on marketing. Uh-huh. Um, it, it just it doesn't... And for them to have to make $1 billion for people at Warner Brothers to keep their job, mm-hmm. that just feels like, kind of going back to our Lone Ranger uh, episode, uh-huh. it just it feels like a recipe for failure. I mean, you're just, well, you're you gotta, setting yourself up way too much when you should build it to something like with Deadpool, 
fifty-eight right. million dollar budget. They made like three hundred million, and they were like high five. But Deadpool over did Fox. a couple of different things that were was different than. Oh, I mean, it was totally different. Well, well, no, not only that, but like they they almost did not get made mainly because for ten years, <laughs> exactly. And they found the person that was perfect for that part, like the perfect perfect per- person yeah i agree um, someone just commented i love this i love the interaction i'm glad yeah, we're it's getting... really really nice they said they focused on the bang before the script and right I and that's the and that's the bigger issue because yeah. maybe the part maybe the characters weren't casted appropriately maybe they're putting their money in the wrong different spaces and you know how hollywood movies are getting made now to the point of um you know you got to get a big name star it's all wrapped around packaging it's all yada 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 and then that's exactly what they did and the studio said well if i got to put a big name star to fucking bring in people to the seats then i gotta pay a fucking premium to bring those people in you get what i'm saying so at the same time it's just one of those things where it's it's not a it's not a good formula going out right now because they're spending more than they probably should to be honest with you like are you kidding me two fucking hundred million dollars for this movie plus an extra hundred and fucking fifty million dollars in just advertising costs alone four hundred million dollars Jesus fucking christ and we know and i agree um, a, a user for Periscope named, named Igor just said, you know, they could feel the desperation in the script. I agree, but I feel, I mean, we can get into that, but we, I mean, that was, I definitely want to bring that up just because, I mean, obviously we're loving the interaction here. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, we know when it comes to studio film that whatever the total amount spent is, right. they need a three times multiplier to have a profit. Right. Um, and that's just kind of to kind of break even with uh-huh. everything in there. So, I mean, to have to make really have to make 1.2 billion mm-hmm. but by saying i mean that was kind of the whole you know the the fear around warner brothers at the time was it needed to make a billion dollars in order to, for people to not lose their job and it didn't it, right. I, I don't i'm not sure if it even quite got it got around the 900 million mark so just the fact that you know they're just setting themselves up so much for disappointment right. and to just and that being the first you know the the first of ten films. Mm-hmm. It's just it's to me. I would be super nervous. You know, I would I would be I would I mean right. I could see a hundred a hundred and fifty million because really films are really expensive. Yeah, for well, those, especially at that level. Right, exactly, and for that temple, and especially something that uh that needed to be the big bang and something to really start them out. And they had the little cameos and things like that. Right. You know, it was really, it's really important to do it right. And I it kind of, you know, so you could see those elements in the script where it's like, we have to mention all of this stuff. But I think you gotta, here's the, here's the tough part for me when you come to a movie like Batman versus Superman is that you guys realize that there is a lineage of these stories a legacy that they're following like 50, 60, 70 years back. Right. Right. And I understand like new, new takes and all that type of stuff are kind of popping up on this. However, you got to think about, they're trying to compress 70 years of these characters into 10 movies even. Right. You get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. On top of that, these characters are always evolving because they're still writing about these characters. Right. You get what I'm saying? Well, at least I know there were. Uh, you always hear about Batman. They're always writing about that. I don't know if they're still doing Superman. Uh-huh. Are yeah. they? Yep. Okay, so there you go. They're still doing fucking Superman comics. And the, to me, I think they had a good bet with Zack Snyder coming into this thing. Mainly because he was... If you watch The Watchmen and the tone and tonality uh, and style of that film, awesome. Like... He he has a very unique take on comic book 
Yeah, I feel genre film. I man. feel I would be a bigger fan of Zack Snyder if he was a director of photography. Because I feel like he spends more time, and this isn't necessarily about this movie, it applies, but I'm uh-huh. just saying, just when it comes to his movies, it feels like he spends more time with the look of it than he does the actual caring about the story and caring about the performances. I feel like it's style over substance. So where did the, so where did the story fuck you? Everything. Well, um, so you're talking about a legacy of these characters. Right. Um, and... Uh, when it comes to both Batman and Superman, I felt like with Batman, I get that they were going for the Dark Knight Returns, which is Frank Miller's story about when Batman's older and he's a little uh-huh. bit more aggressive and he's a little bit more brutal because he's just kind of jaded. Right. It's not my favorite take of Batman, sure, but I get what they're doing. Just like how that's the Batman I grew up with. That's when I first started writing, reading Batman oh, yeah? is when he was like that already, and that was the Batman I fell in love with. Okay. Well, so I don't, I don't mind it. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's not my favorite. Right. Uh, for me, I, for with the Batman that I grew up reading, for me, it it kind of goes against why he's being Batman in the first place. So it, let's let's pit, let, let's look at this here. Why sure. is he being Batman? So he's being Batman because he wants to help out those who are helpless. Okay. And he wants to give hope. He is an image. And that's why there's like the bat signal, things like that. He's an image of hope. And so when you have the Dark Knight Returns where it's like he doesn't have that anymore, where it's like I'm not really even sure in this Batman iteration for the for Frank Miller's graphic novel, uh-huh. I'm not really sure why he's still doing it. Because to me, it seems like it's a different mentality. It's being brutal to be brutal without having that hope because he's just like, well, fuck this. I don't know, man. I don't feel like Batman does it for hope. I really what don't. do you feel like he does it like, for? I feel like Batman does what Batman does because he could not stop the guys that killed his parents. Right. So his he doesn't want that to happen to anybody else. So he's taking sure. down bad people. He's doing all that type of stuff in a way to just try to make up for what he couldn't do when he was a young kid. Because I think he feels so fucking guilty that he ended up being somebody that could not save his parents in that moment. He, was, he wasn't strong enough. He didn't have anything... Um, to to protect his parents within that and i think he has a lot of guilt because he just stood there and watched it happen so i feel at the same time that is what he is searching for he is looking internally for something that is so um that can fit that that can find a way to fix that that hole that he has there and he chooses to do that for the little person so that nobody would ever feel that ever again yeah, I see that, but I feel like that's more describing the origin of like the Punisher because the Punisher's just like this happened to my family. Uh-huh. Like all this bureaucratical bullshit, right? Just needs to end. Let's just cut through the cut the shit. Uh-huh. Um and just get it. Um right. whereas with Batman, Batman purposely doesn't kill in the comics because he believes in something greater, something sure. greater than himself, and I feel like if that was just what he's about. I'm not disagreeing with you. That's part of it. Right. I but, mean, obviously, he's a three-dimensional guy. Right. You know, but if he's just part of that, on. I don't feel like he would have the whole belief of, like, not just killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, when you when you read some of the comics and the stuff, once again, the stuff that I grew up with, there was this sense of, like, I'm not going to kill them because it's not up to me. And even... Uh, even if we're, I mean, this is probably going to get me more heat. Even people on my on my side for Batman versus Superman uh-huh. are going to maybe go against me because Christopher Nolan Batman, uh-huh. I never viewed as Batman either. 
This one, this one's more close. I will give them that. I will say Batman versus Superman. This Batman was a lot closer to the comics yeah. than Nolan's. Nolan's was straight up vigilante wearing a Batman suit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really didn't like the Nolan Batman. Like I, I saw it because I love the cinematography and the pacing and all that stuff, but I didn't love the. I don't know. I just didn't love the take. I don't know. It just didn't feel authentic to me. Mm-hmm. Like I felt it was a completely different spectrum of what batman could have been right it's it's completely you know what different. I'm saying? yeah 100% agree like you got tim burton's batman that came at it like tim burton was it had a good batman i think that's the best film iteration of batman so far mm-hmm. um i believe that was the truest to the comic sure um this one wasn't untrue to the comic it's just not the take i particularly care like. for and that i think is this is why it's so difficult because that subjectivity it's sure. so different because I loved it because that was the Batman that I read. Sure. And, and, know, and to be honest with you, um, when it comes to this film, Batman was the least of my grievances of it. Okay. Um, but so like, I mean, you have, um, you know, oh, so so kind of going back and this is going to totally, I mean, not like anyone was doubting my nerd cred to begin with. but uh-huh. uh, I'm so, doubting it. Just kidding. So, so Maybe a little bit. I hated the Dark Knight rises right we I hated got that it. nolan it's, can it's suck awful. a dick basically uh the dark he likes that stuff <laughs> the dark knight um heath ledger was amazing but uh-huh. the actual film as a whole it just completely falls apart like heath ledger is intoxicating to watch and he's right. amazing he follows, yeah but the overall all film uh-huh. just without him every i mean like it just falls apart right um the first one even though i think is the best one the batman I feel begins like, i feel like the heath ledger Dark Knight version was like Joker was the protagonist and Batman was the antagonist yeah. throughout that entire movie. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like I kind of wanted Joker to win a little bit. Yeah. Did you feel that way too? Oh, absolutely. Okay, cool. So especially when he burns all the money for like Yeah, for not for, for the organized crime. Uh-huh. Cuz it was just like fucking all those guys. Uh-huh. He didn't and it's care. It's just like he hurt them more than Batman was hurting them. Uh-huh. Cuz Batman was just momentarily hurting them and everything. So I mean, but those are the thi- like I like that the storyline from that perspective. Well, from his, but I'm saying but the Batman storyline for the Dark Knight was just Uh-huh. Um, but I will have to say Batman Begins has something that goes straight up goes against uh, the Batman lore. Right. So do you remember at the end of Batman Begins when he's like, I don't I, I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yes. And he goes away. Uh huh. Dude. So in the in the comics, there was uh, in the 90s when Bane broke Batman's back. Right. There was um, another man that took over as Batman. And he was fucking brutal. Like, he wasn't murdering people, but he was, like, shooting, like, bat little bat daggers out uh-huh. of his suit and everything. He had, like, this big suit, Azrael. Uh-huh. Um, and he had, like, he was brainwashed into a lot of shit. But anyway, uh, Batman was in a wheelchair, and he was kind of out of commission thinking that maybe this guy is the next Batman. You know, maybe this is what Gotham needs. Okay. Well, there was a serial killer that, Azrael Batman was going after and uh he just let that guy die. He could have saved the guy's life and he's like no, I just I won't save you. And because of that, Bruce Wayne decided it was time to come back because he's like that's not what Batman is. Uh. So at the end of Batman Begins he's like I don't have to save you. I'm like that is literally against Batman. Batman. Um, but so it, I thought that was kind of But maybe they're kind of pin I mean eh. But I mean that's, that's a minor debatable. grievance. That's debatable. Though. Well, it's not debatable, but it's a minor grievance no, on, no, no, a, on no, a different no. take. I'm telling you, like exactly when you have a when you have that moment, like in a comic book. I mean, writers can choose to have that moment or not have that moment because it's not. 
whose version of Batman did that storyline happen right. in? Right. That's the other point. Yeah. Like you got tons of different fucking writers happening in different lines of these Batman characters. It's like taking Batman's personality and fracturing that at fracturing it. And people have just different storylines. I didn't, but yeah, Batman. And the tough part is being in a movie, writing a fucking movie yeah. about Batman. You want to give enough to the people that have paid attention to all those different right. fractures. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I think these oh, movies are so know, hard for these ma- these guys to make these movies right now. Sure, and you know? I, you know, you're not going to please everybody. It's in another, in other Batman movies, you know, Batman doesn't kill in the comics, but in the Batman movies, you know, there's been death tolls. It's not really that big of a deal so when someone's like oh batman kills in this one i just kind of shrugged whatever uh, but dude he doesn't kill people in this he gruesomely murders people he bl- when he when yeah he, when when in that s- ridiculous high speed chase when it starts out with him on top like fucking american sniper uh-huh. and then he's chasing them he blows up that car full of goons drags that car now full of carcasses and chucks it at another car <laughs> and kills everybody and the whole premise of this film is uh like they're like oh, video game henchmen though they don't really die yeah but that's pretty freaking gruesome nah. and he blows up the the truck driver of that oil rig or that oil truck even though he wasn't in on any of this he was just a poor innocent bystander yeah. that gets blowed up but well, yeah bruce is super you know hurt. what you get into when you live in gotham like you're choosing that you yeah, but that mean? it just and even with uh the the fighting in the warehouse when he was saving Martha uh-huh. was pretty just brutal, which it was kind of cool to see, but it was super cool. That was the thing that I loved the most. That whole fight scene, I love that. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Did you feel with the with the Batman fight scenes both with that weird dream sequence with the bat things and also with that do you feel like the editor forgot to speed it up <laughs> just because some it felt super especially the dream one felt super choreographed to the point where i feel like it should have been sped up to look like an actual fight potentially i mean if we're looking at from at an aesthetic standpoint i think if they needed to cue you a little bit about this is kind of a dream sequence yeah. than an actual like thing that's happening type of scenario because that threw me off i mean that's Zack snyder style bother me yeah i was about to say Watchmen i've seen a lot has of super his... slow motion exactly so did and... 300 i wasn't mm-hmm. a huge fan of sucker punch no, that um, was horrible. I did not like Sucker Punch. I it applaud. Beautiful. I applaud you, Frank uh, Zack Schneider, for going through that process of making that movie. Because ultimately, I mean, it's kind of a cool movie. It feels like a comic book, though. That's the thing. You he's know what way I mean? once again. He's way style over substance. I just I feel like all of his stuff looks really cool, but, but then the I walk out is, like fuck this. I don't know, man. Because I feel like if somebody watched. Um, I mean, not if somebody's watched Sucker Punch knowing that it was a comic book reference first, I think it would have been liked way differently. I saw it just recently for the first time ever with uh-huh. that intention, and I just was like, this looks cool, but that's all. Yeah, I agree with you. It does just look cool. I totally agree with you. But, I, I mean, I don't know what happened. Like, I love The Watchmen. Watchmen is my favorite comic book movie. I thought it was interesting. I didn't hate it. A lot of people I hated it. it. I love it. Maybe, maybe because the story's so good. <laughs> I, I laughed because as I'm watching this, I'm like, you know what? People might think their job sucks, uh-huh. but it was multiple people's jobs to uh, make a CGI blue dick. Blue dick, yeah. There was a guy that was just <laughs> like, like, hey, what do you think about is... the dangle? If I just... can." There was this conversation that happened in that room. You know. Where they were just like, can we give it just a little bit more wobble as it settles? Yeah, because it was very, it was very, uh, <laughs> very realistic. Where they're like, <laughs> "How many veins are we putting? In are this? we putting down here?" Well, I don't know. It's kind of like a 
weird looking being. So do we want to see all the nervous systems at the tip of the head? <laughs> That's why the tip of it was so bright, you know? So we're going to bring in a physicist and, and talk, about we'll talk about it. when you are this being, do you have veins in your dick? And how many? There was extensive conversation with the writer <laughs> of that fucking comic book. My um, so my one of my biggest gripes about this is the movie itself. The tone was really bleak. And even Zack Snyder was saying that what he wanted to explore was the repercussions, the negative reactions to doing what's right. And uh-huh. while that's his take, I don't like that because i feel it once again i mean and that that more falls in lines with batman than it does superman because superman's really about hope superman's really about inspiring and in yeah. this movie we didn't even have this perspective in it it was all even Zack snyder's like what happens if you save a cat out of a tree then it has so many cat like kittens and overpopulates and they're all homeless and it's like jesus christ dude who's shitting your cereal this morning <laughs> but it's an interesting fact though who are we, that 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 conversation is who are we to play kind of uh play god of saying that we need to just save people you know if we just save them and they populate and overpopulate and things like these natural things occur is basically what i think is happening a cat getting stuck in a tree natural moment occurs if that cat dies then it doesn't overpopulate and it's 200,000 people down the down the history line or if these natural events with these things happening occur like uh asteroid crashing on the earth taking half of it out we might overpopulate and overuse the resources on this planet but the thing is is that you don't know you're just assuming you're extrapolating ideas down the line all you can do is because i have a human because i'm a human and hopefully i have some sort of humanity i'm gonna say the fucking cat (laughs) because i don't want it to die right but i and i i feel like that what you just said, that element of it uh-huh. was missing in this movie. And I really? feel like it does go against Superman because Superman's all about that. And this movie but was I think this using is him you as gotta the understand MacGuffin. That. Well, I think you got to also understand, though, is we've gotten introduced to Superman so early into him becoming Superman. So the conversation, I feel the conversation was there because I understood what they were trying to do with at least... Because I know the argument you kept bringing up to me was... What was bat- What was Superman's point of view? Yeah, because he didn't have one. Everyone had their point of view. He didn't have that one. That was the point. That is yeah. legitimately the fucking point of this movie. Because he's getting polarized. He's getting pulled one way. He's getting pulled another. And he doesn't even know the answer for him right now. He's just re- he's recently gotten these powers and he doesn't know how to use them. He doesn't know if these people are good or these people are good. He doesn't know if these people are bad or those people are bad. So he's only making the best choices that he possibly can. And he's just a regular person in here in his brain. Right. So I feel like it's okay for him to go through this because that is the que- that is the thing that he is struggling with through this entire fucking movie. And nobody can give him that answer but himself. So don't you think if you had that opportunity, wouldn't you be in you? I mean, you told me yourself, you literally overthink everything. Yeah. Could you imagine if you watch, having if that you listen amount of to power? our boner soda episode? You can hear me talk about <laughs> right. overthinking everything. But don't you think you would have that same type of conversation happening in your head and everybody's trying to pull But we never saw that. We never saw that. You didn't have to have it, dude. That, to me, that core through line throughout this story is I felt it every single moment. When people are sitting there drawing questions, asking these things, doing the, um, you know, getting, pulling him one way over the other and having his own contemplation, the conversation when he goes back to his mom, like, nobody, no one can give you that answer but you. And for me, sitting in that theater, he didn't ever have to say it. I saw it. I felt it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't feel it, but I mean, and I was waiting to kind of hear the counterpoint. 
Like eventually we're going to be doing the Civil War um, minisode, and I feel like both sides were fairly represented versus this where it wasn't. It was ba- it should have been called the People versus Superman because sure. that's definitely what this was. And I feel and even with Man of Steel, which I hated, um, and you like do you like that one? I did. Yeah, I really. Yeah, liked you like that. Steel. I just one of my one of my gripes about I feel like uh, David S. Goyer and Zack Snyder just don't haven't made an effort to get Superman. So it's crazy that he was handed the reins, both of those guys, for these films. Where where do you... Not, I don't understand why you think they don't, they don't get Superman. Because they don't get Superman. Because they don't get the Kents. They don't understand that Superman... For one, and this is something that... I mean, honestly, it's just been done so much, I can't blame Zack Snyder or David S. Goyer, but the whole concept of Superman being... Uh, being a Jesus figure is not that he was. He's Moses. He's not Jesus. Uh-huh. He's Moses. He. I mean, that's freaking the the spaceship was a bassinet that came to Earth. You know, just uh-huh. like in Moses. You know, um, I think not, that's debatable that, though, man, because Moses lets people free, right? Like that. That's well, he's leading people to enlightenment. Uh, to or, but he's not. He's not a Messiah where's figure, Superman once leading again, people to enlightenment. I don't understand. Through all the comics and all the iterations of the comics. That's literally what he's about in every single iteration of the comics. Really? I don't know, uh-huh. man. Like the ones that I've been exposed to, I never really felt that. I felt like he's like the protector of the planet, really, because we are we are beings that don't <laughs> know not what we do. Well, there's there's You get the, what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's a person that comes down and he protects us from the stupidity that we have, or we're just basically gonna blow each other up. But it, but one but so like once again that's I don't blame Zack Snyder and David S. Goyer for that but I do blame them for the bastardization of the Kents because the thing with uh with his mentality and doing what's right uh that's what he learned from the Kents he didn't learn I mean obviously his parents have been dead for forever uh-huh. he learned that the Midwest roots of you help your fellow man and you put right. your fellow man instead and in Man of Steel Kevin Costner is like. You should have let that school bus full of kids drown, uh-huh. and that's that's very anti Kent's. And even in this ah, movie, I don't think so. It is. I don't I'm think telling so. you. And and in this one, his mom's like, "You don't owe anybody anything. It's all up to you." And it's it just it's and even in the the very start of the movie, Jimmy Olsen gets shot in the head, and it's very much like I felt like they were systematically destroying Superman from the core other than Lois being in this way more than I really felt like she should have been I in this know, movie. I don't know, man. I, I totally disagree. I think we saw two different movies and we'll, we can agree to disagree at that point, man, because I honestly, the reason why I like Man of Steel, the reason what the way that I, the reason why I like Zack Snyder's take on these things is he's coming from a really Americanized view of what he's supposed to do. Like if any one of us all of a sudden found out that we were basically adopted, we come from an alien planet. (laughs) We come from an alien planet. Okay, so bad news that I don't you're adopted. But wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. (laughs) Not even from this planet. Um yeah, totally though. Right? Like and I think the thing the thing there for me was that But then where does he get his values? He gets his good values from the people that from from the Kents for sure. I mean, and this is and it's going to sound brutal. It's going to sound brutal, but here's the thing: I can agree with what Kent with Papa Kent was saying. With you should have kind of let him drown. You really should have because because there's going to be ten more worse things to happen to you. And I think at the same time he's saying that because he's fearing what could happen to his own son. 
right? So it's easier for for because he knows right away when people find out about this kid that has these type of powers, yada yada yada, what will happen, right? So it's a selfish parent thing to say in the moment, I think, but it had good intentions behind it. Yeah, but one of the and I can see that, but one of the things about both Superman and Captain America um, is the whole what they were created for and the real antagonist with them, which the antagonist for sure was in this movie for what Superman is. is uh-huh. It's like Superman and Captain America are both what we as upstanding Americans strive to be. You know, it's like that's the um, people that's with the super thing. abilities. Exactly. Laser beam eyes. No, wow. like just as people, this is what we strive and just to do right and be goody goody and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And the antagonist in the story is how the world really is. OK, so I feel like Clark never got that like mentality like because real here's the thing you are stuck on a fucking comic book idea of superman well, that but is it's, black and white but it it's not black and white but it very I, much is in the comic book is black and white man but i feel like you have to have some of the core artistic integrity of what the intellectual property is about and i feel like that was just basically stripped for parts and made like a freaking lowrider that bounces when you press the little button and like, again this is where we disagree those are dope only if the horn plays la cucaracha (laughs) (laughs) like dude that is how i want my superman so i feel i mean i feel if you're gonna do that you almost need to create a whole new comic book character if you're just gonna strip away the core parts and that's where marvel's really done well though man because i tell you you're coming through years and years of this information and how can you take all of the story and craft it into one single person you want to see the group superman just didn't become superman in the comic books You know what I mean? Like that was a gradation gradation of growth over years and decades mm-hmm. and whatever, right? It feels like people want all of that in one fucking movie right now. All that growth, no, all that I, all that shit like right now. I disagree. How I th- dare you? I think what what they what fans wanted to happen is that granted there's like what 60, 70 years It's 39, it's right? A lot of people. I think yeah, it's 1939, something like that. Yeah. Um they want the through line core artistic heart of that character that's of all the iteration is in every single one of them right and i feel like there was the take of batman with the dark knight returns sure but that core heart of superman was gone they're building it man you said there's 10 movies coming out but they didn't even have that in man of steel they're building it man they right have to now, build his heart what are they wizard yes. of oz yeah they have to, dude i'm telling you come at it from an emotional humanistic standpoint all right jump out of the comic book idea for a second come into a cinematic world where we're trying to build a character that is discovering who he is and what's right and what's wrong for himself. That's it. So for the last two movies that he did, that has been the contemplation. The first movie, the Man of Steel movie, he realized that he's actually somebody else's son and now he's connected with the actual people that are there and he chooses to save the planet because he realizes what these motherfuckers are doing is not that. Well, that's right? so stupid. By the way, can we talk about how dumb Zod's idea was? Well, yes, it was a very stupid idea. But I mean, I'm not I ripping on the movie. You. I'm ripping on Zod on, here. Yes, totally <laughs> like, agree with you. Like the idea was just you like, can be like kings dick, here. Dude. Yeah, you could be kings here. You like are more powerful. You want to make this into Krypton? Yeah. Well, like, there's like four of you. You guys are going to be bored like in Jesus five minutes. Christ, what is happening here? <laughs> like, you know, you're just going to have a bunch of half breeds. <laughs> you know, you're going to get bored with this one after fucking five days, and you're going to be like, "I'm going to fuck this one." How about that? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, Jesus I was watching. Christ. I'm like, that's so short sighted. I what? don't get this. You're literally gods here right now. You You're, don't need to fuck anything up. You don't like. Yeah. Everybody could worship you. You could lead this country right now. You can keep growing the petri dish, people. <laughs> You're good. You lose, oh, whatever. Um, anyway, anyway. So, but my point is, is it, it's a growth, man. So we're discovering, I think, the point of view of what Clark Kent turning into Superman's becoming because his identity is not Superman yet. You have to understand that. Well, it's gonna have to be now because you. Oh, exactly. by the way, spoilers. I get, well, we'll put it in the description. I mean, what? I, by now, spoilers. Well, but I mean, no, he's dead, so he can't even be Clark moving right. forward. Well, which sucks. Well, because in, they'll bring him back. The, he's I coming mean, back. He's going to come back, but he can't come back as Clark Kent because they already had his funeral. Funeral and all that. Which sucks. Well, in the comics, when Doomsday killed him, they just said that he was declared missing in all the rubble. Uh-huh. So they were able to bring him back. But, but they actually time, killed... They put him to... Yeah, they put him This to, one, they, they, they put, put this motherfucker in the ground. Ah, that's true. I do remember that. I'm kind of curious how they're going to bring that back, though. Well, he's going to come back in three days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's like, oh, where's the wine? <laughs> Let's get this party started. Let's turn it to 11. Um, but my point is, is he's not Superman yet. That's the thing that, that I can totally get behind. Okay. He is not Superman yet. He is still Clark Kent. And he's still figuring out the place for himself. If I'm I telling you, so. if, if, this I is, so. if this is the same shit that happens in movie five and six and seven that we see this motherfucker, then I'm going to be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So have but patience. Have is what patience you're saying. with the okay. way that they're trying to build him because we have to because he's going to do something. You know, he's they're They're building up to a, a decent moment, hopefully. So what do we think of Wonder Woman? I'm curious. I don't know much about Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, they didn't I'm have more, a lot. Of they really didn't. But her theme she, music was amazing. Awesome. Her theme music was so Dude, fucking good. I hope they. I hope that time. comes in her movie. Oh yeah, for I'm sure. I'm not happy that's going to be an origin story. Well, but just I guess I'm just burned out. It's not their fault. I'm just burned out. But of you're origin. also a comic book guy. So True. You know where they're coming from. They're building this stuff out for people that don't know shit about them. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think uh, we don't ever need to see Martha. Uh, get shot in the face ever again? <laughs> ever? They showed that like four times. Oh, I'm like, right. oh my god! <laughs> but um, but no, I thought Wonder Woman is pretty pretty dope. I thought I she do was. Too. I think she's... I like the actress. I know some people thought she needed to be more awesome. muscular, but Who I thought gives she was a great. Fuck? I, know, I thought she was great. Yeah, I did. And too, I feel like man. I heard some people were saying that like, she needed to be more busty too. I'm just like. Get the fuck off! But it, then you're man. gonna have people saying, "Oh, oh she, she has, has to have big, big boobs. boobs." Yeah, exactly. Fuck get off. the fuck out of here! If you guys think that shit, I swear to God, fuck you. No, they're cool. Yeah, you guys, you guys cool. are good. Hopefully, no, I think um, so. I got, yeah, this, I got faith in you. Yeah, the fucking misogynistic trolls out there. I'm just like, get off your fucking high horse. But you know, and I, I felt like the other cameos. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about Luther here in a little bit. We're gonna kind of systematically go through these because I have a feeling we'll have some great thoughts on everybody. <laughs> uh, but I felt like her her being in this movie definitely you know would w- did a good job of what it, of making her appetite like okay I'm I'm looking forward to her movie because uh-huh. I am even though I left this movie saying fuck fuck everything uh-huh. I hate my life right I need to call everybody and tell them I love them because I probably won't see them tomorrow like <laughs> it was so bleak. Um, but like, Los I was ex- Angeles man dies after <laughs> <laughs> hatred towards comic book movies. Um, but no, I felt like they did a good job of making me excited to see her movie. Like I hated this movie, but I'm looking forward to her. So they did a good job. The other cameos, I felt like that was David Escorier saying like, "Oh, fuck you guys! You won't need that." I hated that was shoehorned in. There's a couple of parts in this movie that I was just like, and Luther right. gave them all their logos. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Good job, buddy. <laughs> to be honest with you, it was kind of a funny tie-in though. To be honest. 
it was it was a it was a fuck you yeah from the writer saying you want me to put this shit in there i'm not i can't figure out how to put them in so here you fucking go did it look oh speaking of which speaking of like the video files and stuff so in the commercial i wasn't a fan or in the trailer i wasn't a fan of this because i've heard it in too many movies but seeing it in the theater hearing people laugh i knew they liked it the part where like superman's who is she and uh-huh. Batman's like, I thought she was with you. People right. love that. In the context of the movie, it made no goddamn sense. Batman, you emailed her. Literally. You know she She's was with some- you. Right. Like that You know something. That's that comment, I feel like that dialogue was written specifically for the trailer. Because <laughs> it made no sense in the Can movie. Can we put this in the set <laughs> third act? Is that okay? I wish they would have done kind of like Fantastic Four where the trailer had stuff that just wasn't in the movie. Yeah. And put that in there. Put that in there. Because <laughs> that made no sense within the context. It's like, where's that cool shot that I wanted to come see this movie for? <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's what they had in Fantastic Four where uh, the thing uh-huh. fell from the helicopter. Uh-huh. That's not in the movie. Oh, shit. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I didn't care that much. No, nobody did. Wow. For for good reason, because you don't want your heart to be broken. The, the the thing that was really interesting to me was like, I didn't really, I was kind of bummed out that that was the way that they showcased these other heroes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was kind of a cool way of doing it, but then at the same time, I was like, it kind of, it doesn't give it the justice that it deserves, pun intended, I guess. Um, I like it. <laughs> and I hated the fucking uh, flashback or dream thing Weird, with the with Barry... The f- coming back because that was so confusing i'm like are you kidding why did you do that and it didn't even come back by the way no it didn't come back anywhere in the fucking movie i'm like that this whole thing could have been perfectly fine if you just took that out of the fucking movie yeah there's no point because they already showed him in the stupid clip of him saving someone in a convenience store unless unless we can look at that moment because I don't know enough about the folklore. I don't know enough well, about the DC I think stuff. I'm, I'm assuming that's going to come back in Justice League. Um, well, exactly. My assumption. my assumption is he was talking about going back in time because if Barry can travel back in time, he can stop something, yeah. and then Batman comes back. I mean, Superman comes back from being dead. We'll see. That could be an interesting we'll way of going about it too. We'll but see, I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't know enough about. But the, within the confines of this, it uh-huh. just felt not. It it was sloppy, I yeah. thought. Because you also couldn't tell if it was part of that dream that just happened or uh-huh. not. Because then he's like, whoa, like he woke up from right. that. So I thought, someone explained to me it wasn't a dream, but I thought that was still like the dream within a dream. Uh-huh. Kind of like when someone has a weird dream and they wake up in bed like, what was that? And then someone weird comes in and wakes you wake up, up and again. Like, wake up, honey. It's like, ah! oh, and then I thought that's what that was. Uh, uh, it, but I agree. It was very know. shoehorned. Uh, so... That's the, the, oh, the said, precursor so, so telling Diana a fight is coming. Man X 38 said that was a precursor for uh, Bruce to get with Diana? I don't even know. To warn her? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. Thank you for that insight, but I don't. I don't like know. I said, I don't know. I don't know enough about the folklore to really kind of be arguing, you know, all the backstory and all that stuff, but it just felt within. Yeah, I agree. Someone, deserve someone be- else. Do you really though? Do you really deserve better, bro? Like, in I all agree honesty, with you, Lupus. Do you? What is? Who are you Which to feel is- that entitled to deserve something better? Uh, we we spent our money. You spent for a long twelve dollars, by the way. How much? Hundreds of dollars reading comics. I get uh, it. I get it. It's the same thing as like remakes, where I'm gonna go to see some movie because it's a remake of a movie that I love, uh-huh. and then feeling like the whether or not this is the case, but just feeling like the filmmaker didn't give a shit. Kinda I think like, he gave like tons more, of shits to this storyline. I, I promise you. I just, no. I really do feel he gave lots of shits to this storyline. 
Um, what did we, what did you think? Because you, for the most part, liked this, so I want to hear your thoughts. What did you think of Lex Luthor? Um. Well, because I didn't understand a goddamn reason he did anything. Well, Luther, obviously, in the the general storyline, he kind of has a god complex. So sure. he wants to be able to, you know, have what Superman has or whatever. But at the same time, I don't know. It was difficult for me because I was curious about how Jesse Eisenberg was going to go play Luther. Yeah. And to be blunt, I don't know, man. I don't know. I... I couldn't care one way over the other, but knowing who Luther is in the in the future of all this, I don't know if he's going to be able to play play that Luther that comes down the line. Yeah, because kind of going back to what the character has been about, because there's been a lot of iterations of his character, and I wasn't against this with Jesse Eisenberg. I really like him. I do too, um, and I wasn't necessarily against it when I saw the trailers. Um, but the the thing that Lex does is he is like the puppet master. Uh-huh. He does all this shit. For his own personal financial gain, right? But he's able to do it without getting his hands dirty. He literally was red-handed in this. He That's cut true. His fucking hand. That's true. And he outed himself. Like there was no. He basically did it in a way where he. Yeah, was, he got put in jail, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He did everything where he would for sure get arrested, but yet none of this made sense financially for him. You know, I didn't even understand his like it almost felt like he had Asperger's in this because his weird speech at his mansion that made no sense and didn't really do <laughs> all it did was give background noise for Bruce to spy around the house and right. for Clark to follow him around. Right, right, but right, right. For itself it made no sense. Well just I, I didn't understand I didn't, anything. I couldn't take him or leave him to be honest with you. I was so engrossed. And in honestly, the most people who love the movie, because uh-huh. we know Todd, who does the live action comic stuff. Yeah, he woo-woo. loved live it. Comics. He loved it, but he didn't. He didn't like Lex. So it's like I feel like that's the universal. Nobody understood. The I mean, point. yeah, I guess that was the hardest part for me. Um, because I didn't really get it. I didn't get why. I mean, the only thing was he wanted to harness this Kryptonian energy. But never necessarily reason why. Yeah, I don't exactly. Like, why did you make Doomsday? Why did you... What was the choice there? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's a really good question, and I haven't seen it in a while to maybe give you a straightforward answer, but if I don't remember it, it, then it probably wasn't anything of any consequence. And I was disappointed that the fight between Batman versus Superman was pretty short, and Batman was like a straight-up supervillain in that whole thing. It was awesome. You liked it? I love that fight, dude. Dude, I wanted him to kill him. I'm like, kill him! <laughs> kill Superman. Fuck that guy. He's such a bitch right and he now. Almost, he almost stabbed him in the face. Uh-huh. And I was like, the thing we have I... the same name for our mom. Ma- dude, that's what it, what it felt like. They were like fighting in the sand and shit. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he was kicking dirt in his face. He's like, stop it, dude. My mom, Martha's going to come pick us up. And he's going to see you. Oh, wait, what? Your mom's name is Martha? Yeah, my mom's name is Martha. He's like, oh my God. My mom's Martha, too. Do we just become best friends? What else do we have in common? That's literally what happened, yeah. by the way. Um, and then he's like, trust me. I'm like, bitch, you almost killed me. Yeah. I'm not going to trust you in five fucking minutes to go save the lady that I ha- that I cherish the most. You right. Know? Like, fuck you. And I'm going to zip over there, get my mom. I'm going to zip back and fuck you up again. And by the way, great coincidence that the same henchman was with the mom. He didn't know that. He didn't. He could have found that guy and been like, 
the dude's like eating in the diner. Brian's like, fuck. That was a mighty coincidence. But I love when he's like, I'm friends with your son. And I'm like, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. You almost you stabbed almost him in the face. face. Like literally five <laughs> minutes ago, you fat doughboy trying to run across the city in that goddamn suit. <sighs> yeah. I just was like, no, they're not better. You're friends. lying. You're <laughs> lying. <laughs> Don't trust him, Martha. Dude, Martha looked at him too, like, what the fuck? Did you like see that face on her? She was like, what? Like, no. Didn't you? I read all the smear campaign you put out there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, no, I talked to here. my son. He says you're a bully. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a beeper message that said 911. <laughs> so. <laughs> I saw I, on the news. Yeah. You guys were fighting. Yeah. Like, uh, you seem very mean. Did you just kill him? Like, if I was the mom, I'd be like, you killed him, didn't yeah, you? I would you, assume that. Am uh, I next? Yeah, exactly. You're evil. You're my new Martha. By the way, that Batman. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're my, my new Martha. <laughs> he just calls he, her mom. Yeah, he's like, hey, mom. come on, mom. I can save come you on, finally. And coming back to his psychology. <laughs> I saved you, Mom. I finally saved you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he takes off the suit and puts it next to the Robin suit that uh-huh. Joker killed. Like, exactly. Robin's like, I'm done now. I saved my I mom. Saved my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and so now fucked he's up. Chained up. She's just chained up till she dies. It's like some weird Bates Motel type shit, man. She has to make him breakfast every morning. Every morning. morning. He's like, Breakfast is ready, dear. <sighs> Thanks, oh, Mom, Mom. How did you... You know what I like. <laughs> Bruce, you fucking are losing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus That Christ. is so wonderful. But it's so true, though. Like, I'm... Oh, yeah. there was some psychological shit going on for sure. Totally. So, I don't know. Uh, I mean... That was dumb. So, there's those... I mean, little yeah, things. That was, that was the thing that bugged... So there were little logical Luther, things. I had big issues with... Big, bigger, bigger issues. issues, things right. like that. But I feel like there's little logic stuff that you and I would probably agree yeah, about that yeah. just didn't make sense. Like yeah. that was like, <sighs> really? Perry White was an awful Perry White. Yeah. I like the was, actor, yeah. but his, like first Lawrence off, his, Fishburne, right? Yeah. yeah. His headlines were like really fucking long. Where it's like, uh, Perry, you've been in this biz for a long time. There's not going to be that long. And the thing is, is like you literally tucked your sack back really fast to give her that helicopter. Right. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> I don't like, that was you're like, most... no, we don't have the money to do that. And she was just like, no, and here, he's like, okay, fine. Here's what happened. Here's the dialogue. I remember it specifically because I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? She comes up. She's like, I need a helicopter. And Perry goes, we don't have the budget for that. And she's like, it's personal. And he said, okay. Like, what? No, no, no. If she says it's personal, he can be like, you can fucking buy a helicopter yeah, your go goddamn fuck self. yourself. You're wanting this not for work? Uh-huh. We don't even have it in the budget for work. I just why I, <laughs> that made no sense. I'm just gonna start using that for now. Why do you need that? It's personal. It's personal. Oh, okay, we'll we'll use company resources for something personal. Totally cool. To, got and it. Super, That's it. Especially if it's super vague. Who told you the magic <laughs> words? My God, she was in this movie a lot. Literally. Holy, she was in it more than Superman. Just about. Holy crap. Just about. And I think, okay I think it's weird it, that he got framed in Africa. Uh, for someone getting shot with bullets, I'm like, you know, he has laser beam eyes, right? Yeah, like uh, he doesn't need bullets to kill people, so I don't really understand why you think it was him. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get that either. <laughs> like, was it like a ricochet? Like, that's just called Darwinism, bro. Yeah, right, exactly. Just, <laughs> it should have look at the bullet bounced off of me and fell into your body. I'm just saying. Sorry that I'm awesome. Yeah, I just felt that. Well, I'm alive, guys. I want you to know that. I'm alive. <laughs> and I got shot at. Yeah. So 
why are we here again? What's your complaint? What is the reasoning? What's happening this second? All right, well, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm just going to go. Oh, look at the time. You think, (laughs) you you do realize I have laser beam eyes, right? Like, I could have just laser beamed them in the face. I didn't need bullets. At all. I don't, I don't, I mean, look at these tights. I, I don't know where I'd hide a gun. You can you can see for sure. I, I mean, have no gun. I mean, I got a gun. I mean, I got I got a gun. I, got a, I can shoot quote unquote bullets, <laughs> but that's just what I refer to during sexting. Uh, but no, I just thought that was weird. And even the guy with the wheelchair. Let's just go logically. There's no way that a non-court issued wheelchair is gonna get to the courts. That guy's going to be moved from his Professor Xavier wheelchair <laughs> to one that's approved. He's like, no, 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 no. That's what, that was his cover when he came in. They're like, sorry, sir, you can't come in. He was like, I'm Professor Xavier. <laughs> you will let me in. <laughs> I, I was, it's the only way that could happen. <laughs> the only way. And I have to say, I, I'm assuming by this movie that Bruce Wayne was a nightmare to work for because do you remember at the beginning when Metropolis is getting fucked over? Uh-huh. Um, his workers were more afraid of him than they were of what was happening that because they didn't even leave work until Bruce is like, you need to get out of the building. And they're like, they're like oh, okay. Do we keep working? <laughs> There's bombs going on outside. I don't know. I don't know. Um, do you want me to do the laundry still? <laughs> I can have Consuela f- full day for you. <laughs> oh, you want us to go? Okay. Oh. Andale, rapido. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm just like, how afraid of Bruce are they that they are not like, buildings are falling down. Right. But we better stay here. <laughs> but we got we to <laughs> stay here. Because he could fire us. <laughs> That's how fucked yeah. up he is. Right. Damn. He could fire uh, our ass. That's true. How funny. And I never... I mean, I guess I thought that I was like, what the hell are they doing? But I guess in some versions, uh, Metropolis and Gotham are just across basically a body of water. But I heard that that that's kind of, yeah, they were super distant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Most comics are super distant. For whatever reason, I always thought like Gotham was like New Yorkish area. I did too. And uh, Metropolis was like, I don't know, like Indiana or. I always assumed it was like Kansas City. Kansas City. Just because Smallville, Kansas was close enough where they could, his family could drive. For whatever reason, I think Metropolis and Indianapolis just kind of stuck in my brain. So when I was younger, so I just kind of associated Uh them in that weird way. But then some other people said. That Metropolis is supposed to be New York and Gotham's supposed to be Chicago. I could see that. And I too. could see that too. I could see that. But you know what? The, the hard part for me is, I guess I never really been to New York though, so I couldn't say if Metropolis feels like New York. Feels a little bit more whitewashy. Yeah, I would that agree. makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> it does. So I don't know. I don't know. Man. But I mean, that was just a minor. Gotham next year, Metropolis is across the water. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's the we saw that, but we we don't know <laughs> if we agree with him, motherfucker. Like. <laughs> We get it, but I think it's too coincidental. Two superheroes just in different... Yeah. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> What's up? What's up, buddy? You want to meet <laughs> in the middle of the bay? You you want to use the soup can telephone? <laughs> <laughs> they can literally <laughs> soup can telephone. Like, if I was a superhero, I would be like, hey, Batman, can we make an underground soup can phone? <laughs> <laughs> right and then all they're doing is just talking to each other across the bay area but even with superman you could have like bruce doing whatever and he'd be like i fucking hate you clark and superman would hear that wherever he's at it's like god damn it he's like hey can you hear me fuck you and then clark is wherever he's at like that guy's an asshole yeah he's such a dick and all fucking alfred's just in there just going oh god He's all stuck in the middle of it. Poor Did Alfred. Alfred look 
really close to Bruce's age. I felt they were about the same age. Yeah, like um, did the Waynes abduct a child and make <laughs> him work at the? Because they they seem the same. I mean, granted, Jeremy Irons is, is aging yeah. remarkably well. Yeah, completely. But they also age Ben like, Affleck. Is he like ninety? <laughs> He's a hundred and three. Oh shit! <laughs> and he it, looks huh? not a day over forty at all. <laughs> I mean, the crow's looks, feet gives it away, but I mean, yeah, he looks just like when he did Simon Says. And I like, liked him as Alfred, by the way. I did too, but I, I just felt the age like was as, weird, just because they I mean, aged Ben Affleck up. Yeah, I mean, know? this feels like it's like a twenty-year difference instead of a. Uh, 40-year difference. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I don't even, I mean, I'd say like 10 years. Nah. I, I can give he him 20. He didn't look that old. Yeah. I don't know. I could say 20. I love when he was giving Bruce shit for not leaving the house. It's like, I've never seen you leave the house. <laughs> once like, again, that might be you Bruce. You put an electric fence around here. <laughs> I was just going to say, that might be Bruce being a hard ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where he's like, I can't leave home. That's I funny. will get electrocuted. <laughs> like, like a jigsaw thing where if you uh-huh. go super far, your head explodes. He's like, he has a microchip. You see that tree line? <laughs> Don't ever yeah. pass it. Don't do it. I'm Batman. And then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Alfred's like, fuck. He throws down one of those little yeah, the smoke little, pellets. Uh-huh, ninja vanish balls. <laughs> 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 um, so all in all, I, I enjoyed it. And the thing for me, the reason why I enjoyed it is because I started purging out Anything and all things that I knew about these characters, realizing that they're going to revamp and kind of bring different points of view to these types of characters. And ultimately, what they're making them for, they're, yeah, they're making them for us, right? They kind of grew up with this thing, yada, yada. But who they're really making it for is the generation behind us because they're going to go, oh, my God, this is amazing. And they're going to go buy the comic books. I, I mean, that's outright. the hope. That yeah. is the goal here for them. They're just going to go out and buy the comic books and kind of drink all the apple juice, pretty much. <laughs> and then read back on it and then feel like they're ex- experts. And then they're going to bitch at the next movie and then the next movie and the right. next movie or whatever. And I kind of went into, I saw them, not the one that's out this summer, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the reboot with Megan Fox. Uh-huh. And that one I just I went in with the proper expectations that it wasn't going to be as good as the first movie. Uh-huh. That Jim Henson helped create the costumes oh, and everything. Those are so good. But Besides the third one, Ninja Turtles say, 1 and 2 legit. Third one, come on man. Yeah, that's what Come and, on. Yeah, so I went in knowing it's not going to be as good as that one, uh-huh. but it's not going to be as bad as number 3. Cuz that one's a piece of shit. That yeah. Oh. Um that one was telling the fans of the comics go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I we had are doing that, this for toys. I had that expectation like it's going to fall somewhere in the middle. Right. And you know what? It did and just leaving there I was it just I knew it was for the next generation. I knew it wasn't for me. Yeah. So it's like I didn't hate it. It they're wasn't just, for so, me. They're so big. I don't like the nose. I feel like the yeah. nose should have been more turtle like. This was more like I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't care for it, but once again, it's not for me, and that's okay. Yeah, it's like they looked took like an uncircumcised penis, flipped it upside down, and just drew a smiley face on it. That's kind of what it felt like. Kind of felt me. like they gave them Michael Jackson noses. You know, I agree. Yeah. But once again, oh, but I kind of had that expectation. But again, exactly. And what they you're didn't talking? hate it. Yeah, and they, you it just, just wasn't for me. I'm telling it's not for you, my man. generation, because I grew up with the cartoon. Right. So did I. Yeah. So did I. And then I read the comic books, and the comic uh-huh. book art is phenomenal. Do you know the that that the writers of it uh, paid homage to Daredevil Mm-mm. a lot in it? No. Yeah. So the same. I would assume in the drawings. I mean, the drawings look a lot like Daredevil drawings. Well, two things. The the they're not of the same world, but it's like an homage. Uh-huh. Just like Deadpool is kind of a joke on Slade Wilson, Deathstroke, right? Uh, for DC, uh, the the stuff that makes uh, Matt blind, 
uh-huh. falls through vents and actually makes the turtles. Oh. That chemical oh, um, nice. in the original story. Nice. And then also uh, they have the foot, uh-huh. whereas Daredevil has the hand, which are the ninjas. Oh, so it's two funny. just references to like kind of pay tribute. Amit, that's cool, man. That's actually really cool. And doing it in a, in a legit way, like yeah. in a very creative, crafty way. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I like it even more now. Oh, right? Ninja Turtle comics are some too. of my favorites. But these movies, I'm like, Meh. I do want to go see the new one, though, just because. Yeah, I'll see I'll it. See I'll see it. it on DVD. But once again, I'm going in just it's not for my generation. Yeah, that's okay. I hear you. Because I, I. But that, coming back to that, I'm telling you, man, like, if you guys, if you guys are coming, there's two things that I do now, man. I do not watch trailers anymore. Which is smart. Right? Because they give out so much shit. Too much. They give out too much fucking That's stuff. That's why I didn't like X-Men First Class, is uh-huh. because all the major set pieces that happen in the movie were in the trailer. So mm-hmm. I left the theater like, all right, what there else was there supposed to be more? Yeah, I got it. But, I mean... And they tell you the whole story, Act totally. 1, Act 2, Act yep. 3, and you already know how it's going to end up happening. Yeah, because right? all the missiles at the end that Magneto stops or whatever, uh-huh. that's fucking in the trailer. And it's uh-huh. like, that should not be in the trailer. Right. Yep. Yep, yep. So I don't watch trailers anymore for those purposes. Secondly, um, I'd go in with zero expectation. And you know what? To be honest with you, I loved it 10 million times more because I didn't have any preconceived ideas of what this mm. should be. I just took it for what it was. For for me, I uh, went in, you know, the trailer, everything made it look like I was just like how it was going to be. I, I just had a it just made me feel like it wasn't going to be that great. But I went in there hoping that I was wrong. So I still had somewhat of an open mind. But the feeling I had, because I don't like the bleak, and I don't like the there's no purpose in anything kind Uh of tone, to me, I just felt miserable. I mean, that was just, for me, it felt so bleak. It was one of the most miserable experiences. It felt like like a vet came out with your dog, and Uh it's like, I'm so sorry, there wasn't anything we could do for your dog. And it's dead, and then he puts it on the ground, and then he kicks it in front of you. Like that's how this he movie fell. To the bottom and of slides. your feet, and by the time you look up at him, he's slipping, he's sipping a Slurpee. Yeah, he's like, "All right, next." That's how this movie felt for me. That was Damn, my experience. That, I didn't have, I didn't have those feelings at all. Mm. I mean, minus a few of those weird chinguses, you know, those those <laughs> plot points going weird awry, and some of the dialogue stuff. I was like, "It's eh, kind of interesting." Fair enough. Interesting to me. I don't know. This was interesting. I liked this conversation. I did too. It was good. Yeah. You feel good? I feel good. I feel good too. Well, I was surprised. I was a little like, where's this going to go? I don't know. <laughs> well, we're both alive. <laughs> At least we think we are. For now. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to record that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we pay extra. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gary. Well, thank you. All right. And you thank know. you, listeners. Let us know what you think. Uh, we'll have all the links in the description. So hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Really appreciate everybody on Periscope who contributed to this. Thank you, guys. We're going to continue doing that and continue responding to your messages. Sweet. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, we'll have a regular show once again this coming Tuesday with This is Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>